1: We are so glad that you have joined us today, and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of "The Winning Side" with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
0: Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday. Can you believe it? We've had a busy week. Caleb and I were just talking. Uh, we are we're feeling it a little bit. We had revival. Uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and what a great uh, spring revival we had with Brother Swanson. And then yesterday, uh, I worked yesterday morning, and then I went home yesterday afternoon to try to do some work, and I got some work done, but uh, it was uh, a back-breaking work. And uh, so I guess I, I don't do enough of that, probably, so I'm feeling it today, but I'm glad it's Friday And that means we are getting so, so close to Sunday. And we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday here at Victory Baptist Church. If you don't have a church home, uh, I I tell you, you need to come. You need to visit our church. Uh, Come to our drive-in service, 9 o'clock Sunday morning. Come to our auditorium service at 11. We've got Sunday school classes. It's going to be a great day, all day Sunday, Sunday night. We have the Lord's Supper, and uh, it's going to be great. But I hope you enjoy this broadcast the winning side, and I'm wondering, uh, do you ever sing that song at other times? Well, I'm on the winning side, or maybe in your sleep, maybe maybe you hear it in your sleep. But that's a great song; I love it, and I hope you don't get tired of it, and I hope you never lose uh, the the meaning and the purpose of, of this broadcast, and that is that as Christians we live every day on the winning side. What God does not intend for His people to be depressed and defeated and discouraged. God wants His people to live in victory. Sure, we're going to have difficulties, but we can still have victory in Jesus every day. And uh, I hope you spent some time with the Lord today. I hope you spent some time in the Bible. I hope you spent some time in prayer. And uh, if not, I hope you'll carve out some time today and uh, walk with God and let God speak to you and let God minister to your heart. Happy birthday today to Joni Butts, And then happy anniversary today to Brian and Sharon Howerton. Hope you folks have a great day. And then tomorrow, happy birthday to Sailor Clements and Frank Griffin. And happy anniversary to Tony and Nancy Jones. Hope you folks have a great day tomorrow. We are uh, looking forward to Sunday. And then we are just about a week away from Easter Sunday. You pray, if you would, for Sunday, April the 4th, Easter Sunday. Pray we'll have a great day, and uh, pray that God will meet with us and uh, give us a wonderful day. Don't forget, this Sunday we're having, again, our online Sunday school class. And if your church, if, you're, if you don't have a Sunday school class that's meeting, or you're not going to that class uh, yet, I hope you'll, you'll join us I will say this, when you get back to church and get back to Sunday school, I hope you will get back to your church and get be faithful and be an encouragement to your pastor and uh, be an encouragement to your church members and, and let somebody know you're thinking about them or praying for them. I want to want you to hear this song today as we, are, we finished up our spring revival and uh, we've thought a lot about Jesus coming back and we've thought about our country and what can we do to see revival in our country. You know, I hope that we will all have a desire and a passion to finish our race and to finish it well. I want to finish strong. I, I don't want, uh, when Jesus to comes back, I don't want to be slacking off. I want to be giving 100%. And I want you to hear this song. The name of this song is Finish Well.
2: Hear him say, Well done, my child, you've finished your rest.
1: no truth in saying we've seen our better days these are the days to be courageous bold and full of faith
0: Amen for that song, and I hope that is your prayer and your desire to live every day for Jesus and to finish your race and to finish it well. I want to hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant, and uh, I thank the Lord for uh, the, uh, the fact that Jesus is coming back in one of these days, we'll be with him. And what a day that will be. We had a note come in, and I apologize for this. It's not anybody else's fault but mine. But tomorrow is happy first birthday to Grayson Proctor. It's hard to believe it. has been a year. So happy birthday to Grayson uh, tomorrow. I want you to look in your Bibles, not if you're driving. I saw somebody commented... I think it was Jessica, that you're in the car. Don't don't get in a car accident because you're turning in the pages of your Bible. But Daniel chapter 7 is where we're starting today, and we'll be in Daniel 7 for a little while. But the first six chapters of Daniel deal with history. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, it's all history for us. Now, I understand that. But first six chapters deal with the accounts of Uh, Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego and Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar and all of those stories and events. But when we get to chapter 7, we shift gears and we are now looking at mostly prophecy. Uh, Some of this has already happened, but at the time that Daniel wrote and at the time that Daniel had these dreams, it had not yet happened. And what's amazing is how these prophecies have been fulfilled. Now, not all of them. Because there are some prophecies that have to do with the uh, Antichrist. There are some prophecies that have to do with the millennial reign of Christ. And so those are still yet to come. But we see in these chapters a lot of prophecy. Now I told uh, Caleb the other day, I gotta be careful. I don't want to get too deep. I don't want to scare some of you off, but I hope that you'll follow with us every day. And I hope that this will make sense as we go through the book of Daniels, chapter, Daniel chapters seven through twelve. To see the different prophecies that uh, God gave Daniel. Chapter seven, notice with me, if you would, in verse number uh, one, it says that this was written in the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, that Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matter. So Daniel interpreted the dreams of Nebuchadnezzar, but, and then he interpreted the handwriting for Belshazzar. But now Daniel has a dream that God has given him, uh, with, uh, a great significance because it is prophecy of things to come. Notice verse number two, Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea. And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. That's an interesting beast there. Then in verse 5, we see the second beast. Behold, another beast, a second like to a bear. So the first one's like a lion. Second one is like a bear. And it raised up itself on one side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. After this I beheld and lo, another like a leopard. So here's the third one. You have a lion, you have a bear, and now a leopard. And the leopard had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl and the beast had also four heads and dominion was given to it. Now, if these first two beasts did not scare you, this third one certainly should. It is a leopard with four wings and four heads. Verse number seven. After this, I saw in the night visions and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth. It devoured and it broke in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. And it had 10 horns. Now here's a beast with 10 horns. And Daniel describes this, said this one was dreadful. This one was terrible. This was worse than the first three. And it says in verse eight, I considered the horns and behold, there came up among them another little horn before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man, and a mouth speaking great things. This is an amazing dream that Daniel has, and this dream has great significance, and this dream shows God's plan For the future of the empires. Let's look first, before we get into the beast, let's look first at the winds of heaven. The Bible says there were four winds of heaven, Uh, I think indicating could have been coming from all directions, east, uh, west, north, and south. But the winds of heaven, they originated in heaven. And these winds of heaven, I believe they remind us of the sovereignty and the power of God. Did you know that everything that takes place on this earth, it is all within the power and the control of God. Now there's things that God, uh, he does not, God does not create evil. We understand that, but God allows it. Uh, God has given us all a free will and, and sometimes we choose to do that which is evil and God allows that. But we see the winds of heaven show us that God is sovereign over human history. Everything that takes place takes place within the bounds or the boundaries of God's divine will. Now, the winds, they, they, they strove, the Bible says, upon the great sea. The great sea in the Bible is speaking of the Mediterranean Sea. That is where all of these nations, they would, they would center around this Mediterranean Sea. Uh, Of course, the children of Israel border on the Mediterranean Sea. You've got the Babylonian Empire, and you've got the Medial Persian and the Grecian, the Roman Empire, all centering around this sea. But I want you to look first at the beast the Bible calls a lion with the wings of an eagle. This beast represents the Babylonian Empire, and that was the empire in which Daniel was living uh, at the time of this writing, Belshazzar. Uh, was had just taken over, and his grandfather Nebuchadnezzar had been king for many years. The lion is the king of the beasts, and Babylon was supreme in its power. It was a lion with wings of an eagle. An eagle uh, would be the king of the birds. The eagle would be uh, the premier of all of the birds of the air, and Babylon was the top. Babylon was the greatest. Babylon had such great power that God uses this beast to describe the Babylonian empire. Babylon conquered the known world with a power, uh, like a lion and the swiftness like an eagle. The Bible says that this beast, this lion had the wings of an eagle, but the wings were torn off and it was lifted from the ground. And then it was made to stand on two feet like a man. You say, well, what does that have to do with anything? That is uh, significant because that's what happened to Nebuchadnezzar. Remember how God caused him to live like a beast for seven years, but at the end of those seven years, God restored him to be like a man. And this refers to Nebuchadnezzar's judgment because of his uh, pride where he was insane and lived like a beast for seven years when he recovered. Uh, He didn't become like a beast, but he became like a human being again. Uh, When he repented, God saw him again as a man, and God gave him his heart back like a man. And so we see this first beast, the lion with the wings of an eagle, representing Babylon. You know what's amazing about Babylon? Babylon with all that great power, Babylon with all that great strength, a, a, a lion with the wings of an eagle. But yet, because of Babylon's pride, because of Nebuchadnezzar's pride, because of Belshazzar's pride, that great empire was brought to nothing. And I want to remind you today, we need to live on the winning side, but our confidence is not in ourselves. And our, our, our confidence is not in our own ability or our, our own experience or our own strength, but our confidence must be in God. And I want to remind you today that God always judges pride. Uh, God always has a way of humbling those that walk in pride. Let's live on the winning side today. Let's walk in humility and let's keep our eyes on Jesus. Thank you for listening today. And we'll be back on Monday and we'll continue our series from Daniel chapter seven. I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side.
1: Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburn